0: you off with a question.
1: Go on, man. All right.
0: And um, it's all right. So it's a longish one. So bear with me. All right. Okay. Would you rather have a clown that only you can see that follows you everywhere and just stands silently in a corner watching what? you without doing or saying anything at all? Yeah. Or would you rather have a real life <laughs> stalker who dresses up like the Easter Bunny and everyone can see him?
1: Uh, You know what? I'm going to go for the clown. Just because you're talking about it. Everyone's going to think you're a psychopath, aren't they? No one will believe you.
0: Yeah, well... Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, bear in mind. So no one else can see this clown. It's only you that can see them. So you can't talk about it with other people because surely they're they're going to think you're crazy, aren't they?
1: Very true. What was the other one again?
0: The other one is that you have a real life stalker that everyone can see is
1: constantly dressed up as the Easter Bunny. Actually, you know what? I'm actually going to change my mind. I'm going to go to that because that's madness. That's just utter madness. Who thought that? You?
0: Uh, The internet. But yeah, no, it is is pure. Honestly, I'm trying to find some weird ones and there are some strange ones out there. Quarantine's doing things to you, mate. It really is. (laughs) Okay, so welcome back. This is episode four of Quarantine Biscuits. And today, I'm joined by the wonderful... Tom Fold. Tom Fold. Yes, I am. And, <laughs> yeah, Tom, <laughs> how about you just give a short intro about yourself so they know who you are?
1: Tom Ford, uh, 23. Uh, currently a singer in a blues rock band that goes under the name of Southbound.
0: Perfect. And we will be hearing more of Southbound later on as well, definitely. And to be fair... Throughout our topic today, um, because obviously you're into the music, I thought I would choose a subject that I think you'd have quite a good say in, so let's just dive right in, I think. Today, our topic is, and it is very cheesy, the power of music. power of music. The power of music. Love that. Now, obviously, that's quite a, quite a powerful statement itself, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but, a good uh, question as well. <laughs> it is, and I, I think... You know what the best place to start with this, I guess, is what does music mean to you?
1: Everything really. Um where do you even start? I've been listening to music since I can remember. but there's videos of me as a kid with a, a guitar on my lap, like singing along to the Beatles help. Me thinking I'm like the fifth member of the Beatles. Stuff like that. <laughs> like my brother's a singer, watch my brother. And I sort of, to be honest with you, my brother's the whole reason why I do do everything I do to him is because he was a massive inspiration growing up. It was sort of like, we're going to watch Joe here, we're going to broad, watch Joe there. So when I had the chance to join a band, I sort of think, yeah, that's a bit of me. And it just, nice. I mean, especially because, you know, if you're a songwriter, you've got the capability to express how much things mean to you. Sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the best, it's the, kind of the best feeling when you can, well, you don't intend intentionally write about a certain subject unless you're really focusing on that. That mindset, if that makes
0: sense. Yeah. No, definitely. Well, I mean, and you mentioned there the connection with your brother and everything. And I think, I think ultimately that is for me. Again, you know, I'm not, I'm not in music in that sense, and I, you know, don't play anything. Uh, I tried playing a guitar once. And that did not end well. Um, I just become lazy. Um, <laughs> but. But again i think it is that personal connection we have i mean music for me is just oh it's always been there and it's that that sounds every right this is going to sound so cheesy i can tell you this now in advance <coughs> all of this but no i think music is something that's you know it's always been there and mm. it matches every mood it's oh, if man. it's every situation you could always find a piece of music for a certain moment in your life
1: it touches you does not it like in terms of you could be going for a breakup you know you there's that song you you have a little bit of a grovel too as you know you might get yourself a new 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 bird or a new new boyfriend and you you like find that song that you both enjoy together and no matter how long down the line it is even if you split up you hear that song and it makes you remind you of that person you know what i mean
0: yeah and i mean obviously in some cases
1: Not the the (laughs) best memories, not positive positive (laughs) memories, but you know what I mean? It's a memory, no,
0: yeah, and that's it. It, it, memories are such a sort of big part of of music in itself. I mean, there's so much, like, so many songs. Like, you know, I don't want to list them all off now, but like, there's so many that I relate to. Like, you know, My Girl, uh, Temptations, I I, you know, that. For me, is a connection to my my granddad, and I was very close to my granddad. And I've got a lot of music yeah. that reminds me of him, and there's music that came out at the time that's modern as well. And that's that's the other yeah. thing. Like for you, how do you think music has progressed for better or for worse? What What is your opinion on music as it is now compared to what it was, say, you know, how many years ago?
1: I'll be honest with you. I'm a, if people were listening, it's going to go, "Oh my god, what does he know about current music?" All right. <laughs> I'm I'm a blues rock man through and through, yeah, and I can sometimes be quite um, arrogant in terms of I won't listen to pop, I won't listen to the rap, the trap music, I won't listen to it.
0: But
1: in my house, we've all we've all been brought up like my mum Mm. loves the soul, the motown, the reggae, and whereas my dad's like heavy metal, soft rock, the '70s kind of you know psychedelic mix, a massive mix, and we've been brought up on all of that. But in terms of why I think it's got better, because of the music. When you're recording in the studio, there's so many music channels you can go through and so many overdubs you can do, mm, yeah. which, is, which is brilliant for current artists. Right? But if you think back then when the Beatles were around, I was watching a documentary the other day. Uh, George Martin only had like five channels in, in the studio and he created an absolute masterpiece with the Beatles. And so yeah. it's like, but that is them playing everything you hear it's them it's not off a computer no i get you oh it's like they're trying to find the sound they'll go out of a little tape recorder and record it if they can hear it Do you know what i mean
0: yeah no 100 percent. and it, you know what i i have noticed and this is going to make me sound like such a good let me just say first of all my music taste is the the weirdest thing <laughs> like it's it's just open to literally anything because i i said said to myself Well, don't say it to myself, but it's more of the case of I'd like to be open to things because you never know what you're going to like. So I could like something from, um, well, say when I was younger, I was listening to Michael Bublé all the time. And don't get me wrong, he's he's a great guy. But like, I'll be listening to Michael Bublé, you know, home one second, getting all emotional. Then the next minute I'm listening (laughs) to Regulate by Nate Dogg or NWA or anything like that. Like, I genuinely, I love it all. Like, I have such a a fondness of all music, but I... One thing I have noticed that I don't know, maybe I am a bit annoyed about it in a sense, but like I don't know if you've probably seen this as well. So like you say, a lot of music uh, nowadays is is kind of taking off from the old days. So there are songs now I I hear that are you know just ripping completely oh, from like say cool. old old garage sort of tunes. Yeah. I, I love I love my garage. I you know raised up with my mum and that was mum, her music. Mum's a raver. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. you know what? She loves it. She loves the garage. Good girl. But again, she's got quite a wide thing. So yeah. she likes some heavy metal as well and some rock. And yeah, I think that's where I got it from in a sense. But then, like I say, there's songs nowadays that take sections from those songs and they just reuse it. And I can't help but think,
1: yeah.
0: have we run out of ideas?
1: Yeah, sampling the tracks. Like, yeah. you know, James Brown's the most uh, sampled artist there ever has been. People take, like, a bass line, they take a, like, a drum beat off him. But you know, it's like, I've got to be honest, before I was in the band, mm. I was very much into like the Booblade, take that. And then I'd go, and then like, like yourself, I'd go and listen to Chris Brown and things like that. But it wasn't yeah. until I got in the band, I actually started appreciating live music. You know, my brother used to listen to DJ like MC Neat, uh, Joe, uh, Twister, all of them kind of people. So I, I know it, I hear it, but it's, I won't listen to If, I, if I'm in my room, I will not go, oh, I fancy a bit. Of, like, I'll bang on a bit of Twister. It's, no. I'm going yeah. to, go to my... I'm going to listen to the the original Fleet with Mac, the Eagles, Ooh. you know, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. Uh, it's, it's madness. My brother loves his soul, though. My brother absolutely loves his soul.
0: If you had to pick... This is all right, a bit of a random one, but if you had to pick one one style of song or genre of song that you could only listen to for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, man. It's hard, I'll isn't it?
1: I'll tell you Yeah, as much as I love the blues, it wouldn't be the blues. It wouldn't be the blues for me.
0: Controversial, yes.
1: Um, it wouldn't be because listen, it's gonna sound like oh, you're supposed to be a blues man, but mm. it's very samey the blues because the blues is you know you've got the blues sort of thing. You you're moaning about you're missing at home, or he's having a moan about you, or you ain't got no money and things like that. I can relate, but, but, but yes it probably have to be like the soft rock, like the like Steely Dan, the Eagles, uh, the Doobie mm. Brothers, all them kind of people because it's mellow and they can they can rock up rock it up if they have to.
0: So, wow, yeah, yeah.
1: I think yeah. The, uh, go soft rock, like 60s,
0: 70s soft rock, though. Right, okay, yeah, it's a particular sort of era. Yeah, yeah, man. You, you've
1: got
0: to love it. 100%. Again, like I say, music does have such a power.
1: Oh, man.
0: Saying that, it's quite good having you here because obviously you do play, and you played lots of gigs and sort of live stuff anyway. But you said just mm. then, you know, yeah, you have such a new appreciation of it all coming into it and playing live music. What for you is like the perfect gig, uh, in terms of live music? Because obviously anything can happen live. Can't <laughs> oh it? yeah, man. So for you, what's what's your what's your perfect gig? What is the the best thing you can get? The best response or the best music, you know, or best songs you like to play? Is there anything in particular that can make this gig like the best one?
1: The best gig I ever played right, was we only got one song, and mm. um, it was at Trafalgar Square for Pride in 2017 and we we walked backstage you know we was treated like royalty man like we'll do that for you we'll get this we'll get that you couldn't do anything and um, yeah you know I was texting my dad like oh we can't we can't do a thing here they're doing it all for us and my dad was like if it goes the way you want it to go that's what it's going to be like and we we walked backstage and it was like a gauze and it was like a see-through gauze and you see thousands of people man like thousands of people and the boys went out on stage first and I thought, you know, I'll get me Freddie Mercury on I'll do a bit of a strut on. And just before I right, went on yeah. stage, the woman whispered in my ear, oh, there's, there's 11,000 people out there. And like, I was like, oh, oh my geez. God. Like, but then I, I kind of thrive off things like that.
0: And Yeah, I mean, this is the other thing. So, I mean, obviously I know you through, I met you through, yeah, yeah. you know, performing and theatre and yeah. all that stuff. And you're, you're obviously you're quite a confident guy anyway. You have to be yeah. to you know, be singing in, in a band for a start. Is it difficult? Is it still difficult now? Do you, do you find like an element of nervousness that you can't get over before yeah. you go out for a gig? Or is it, you know, or do you tell yourself it's something else? What's your, your tactic
1: for that? When we started gigging up and down the country, yeah, we, we we had like, yeah. uh, we was gigging in Durham on Saturday and then we was gigging in Cleefalks on the Sunday. And these were like, this, right. this particular gig in Durham, it was a massive theatre, massive it was. It was beautiful. And it was mm. like three stories, like using a West End, like in a West End theatre kind of thing. Yeah. And I was absolutely like petrified. And I, but I'd done it a million times before in terms of being with valet, um, and just digging in pubs and things like that. But like, I just went for a little wander and I got my head straight. Mm. And as a singer, for me personally, I don't know about other people. If you worry about it too much, yeah, it's going to go wrong. You're worrying about every lyric. But if you go out there and enjoy yourself and the audience seeing you're enjoying yourself, that's when the nerves go. Right, much. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, I relax. 100%. I just relax. When we were younger, I was always worried, like, am I singing in tune? Can I hear? I can't hear myself. Do I sound the Right. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, now, it is what it is. If I hit a bum note, so what? Mm. You know? Yeah, and I'm not trying to advertise like I hit bum notes every yeah. time. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here. I, I promise.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I, I handle it so much better now. But I never stop getting nervous to be honest with you. Because mm. um, you're constantly, you know, <laughs> it's your reputation as a band on the line. Yeah,
0: ultimately, that's it. It's the bigger picture is that I guess.
1: You go go out there and have an absolute stonker of a gig. Like you go, like you come off, and you'll look at each other. Go, yeah, that was good. And then you have other times where you've gone, that was good. I'm not sure about that. We need to rehearse that and things like that. But it's, it's still a positive feeling. And nine times out of ten, whenever we go anywhere, it's yeah. the same thing it, but Nine times out of ten, wherever we go anywhere, we build up a bit of a fan base. They buy a T-shirt. They buy an album. They like the Facebook page. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, 100%. And have you found that you've got quite a following? Do you have people that... I mean i know people obviously travel around and watch you guys but like do you know or yeah. notice anyone that does sort of follow you around in different locations
1: yeah yeah there's there's a family right? there's a family the husband and wife and their daughter mm. and um they're lovely man but we we met them a long time ago and we'd be gigging in Cambridge they'll be there we'll be gigging in people they're there but they're not there just there for us they're there for the weekend because they're massive lovers of music
0: and i guess that's but, where it comes down to doesn't it i mean yeah and it sounds again, this whole topic I think it will sound cheesy when we talk about it, but it is true. No, it's, it's that power of music that has brought everyone together. So like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've met those people now through what you do and through how yeah. music has sort of like touched them and I think it's just a really cool it's just a really cool thing to be fair. It
1: is. Is and there's nothing better than walking out onto stage and being appreciated for doing what you're doing. Mm. You know, we're not, we're not a band that goes out and goes, yeah, like, like you know, like smother us in attention, this, this and that. We go out there and we let the music do the talking. I'm, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, I'm cocky on stage. I'm cocky in real life, depends what <laughs> I'm around. You know what I mean? Yes. But, like, it's, yeah. it's, but when I come on stage, it's a humbling feeling because people are actually appreciating what you're doing. And I'm not like one of those go like, and they go, oh, I loved it. And you're like, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Like, I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, I'm always looking for, like, to do better and to better the band. 100%, yeah. And to be honest with you, if uh, I'm very, very, very lucky to have four quality musicians behind me backing it. And it makes my job so much easier in terms of just being a front man. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, actually, speaking about them, because obviously it's you know it's fair to give them their just desserts yeah. as well. But like, where did you guys... I know we're not completely off topic, but I'm, I'm interested now. But where did you guys oh, of sort of first meet or come up with this idea of just starting a band. How's that even come
1: about? Uh, well, we all went to school together. So, Elliot used to live ran the corner from me. He founded the band. Uh, him and Jordan, and I say Jordan otherwise, if Jordan, when Jordan listens to it, he be like, I'm a co-founder. <laughs> <laughs> um, him and Jordan were playing guitar together. Aaron came at the same time. It's actually, to be fair, just tell you this quickly, me and Aaron actually had drum lessons together Oh, really? And when Aaron was getting better than me, quicker than me, I thought, I'm not going anymore, so i stopped going. Oh,
0: no, really?
1: (laughs) And it's it's a joke. Yeah, I thought, in year seven, I was like, oh, I want to learn how to play the drums, mum. Goes, you're all right, then I'll pay for your term, this, this and that. Had it, Aaron was in with me. Like, we were just chatting, and Aaron was a bit of a boy at school, like, always up to no good, like myself and all my other mates from school. Yeah. And um, he was was better than me from the off, and I thought, no, I don't like this, he's better than me. (laughs) So I stopped going, but he joined the band, and then they had a we had a fella called Ben who was in the band. He was a piano player, brilliant piano player for someone at the age we, they started. And I was asked if I wanted to go in and sing um, "Ain't No Sunshine" by Bill Withers at a school performance. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that song. Went in <laughs> there, I done the do, and then I was I was asked if I wanted to go to a rehearsal during one lunchtime, and I was like, "What during lunch? You're joking, ain't you?" And Elliot come and found me one day come and find me and he was just like you do you want to join the band and I started reading off all these covers of what I wanted to do I'm like what do we do take that I want to do this I want to do that <laughs> and he goes actually maybe this is the wrong band for you mate like <laughs> oh that's so, crazy isn't it yeah and then so I used to speak to him obviously I used to speak to them boys around school mm, yeah I saw him, and then uh, got to about year 10 year 10 and they asked if I wanted to join the band again oh really to do like just a one off song and I said yeah alright then I think it was for Turnford's got talent, and I went, "Yeah, all right then, I'll do it." You know, me
0: being
1: me. Yeah. And um, I think we come like third or second. We won. We we come second or third to a geezer riding a skateboard, but he was year seven. You <laughs> you've got to let the year seven have it. Ain't you? <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's a true
0: underdog story. You know, you form your band, you don't come first straight away. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's one of those. You know, you don't you don't come first. You come second or know. third, but then you keep on going, and now look at you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Year 7 on a skateboard was done me I can't
0: believe that
1: <laughs> <laughs> But we were called We weren't even called Southbound at the time We were called Tramp <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say Something like Northbound then I was like Oh you, just, you did the flip
1: You <laughs> Imagine it Yeah and we were called Tramp at the time Tramp and, uh, wow. When I came back Daniel had joined the band And Daniel was in my Drama class at school Right So and then we had the Six weeks holidays And this this and that And I remember me and Elliot He was 15 I was 16 He came round one night And we wrote our first song together and I thought that was when I knew that I was going to be a member of this part, official member of the band. Yeah. Now it's the first song I ever wrote at 16, and you look back, to it, look back at it now. Elliot goes, "I swear, man, we should just let Justin Timberlake sing this or something, get us a few quid." I was like, "I'm that Elliot." But just going <laughs> along with it. We have a laugh, like we wind each other up all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we we was a six piece for about two weeks, and Ben left. Just wasn't what Ben wanted to do,
0: mm.
1: and we just stayed how we are. And then Elliot came up with Southbound, and we've been Southbound since ever since. It's you know
0: what, it's a great story. To be fair, and, I, and all the time I've known you, I never really asked that question. And I think it's quite nice that I've got a chance <laughs> to ask it now.
1: You never, you never knew we we lost to a kid on a skateboard. I never
0: knew that. No, that's quite a vital <laughs> piece of information that I think would have been quite good at the time. But um, yeah. no, it's great, and I think again, this all does stem from that your love of music and you know what music does for you and it oh. is it's crazy i mean yeah, yeah I, there's right? such a connection there
1: I, I could just say as well like mm. i don't know if you listen to it but like elliot's dad Penny has been a massive inspiration to me as a singer right as a songwriter as well because i remember once we were going to school i'll tell you this story quick and we will we'll move on i don't want to hold you up <laughs> that's all right no don't be silly. We, um, me and elliot started walking to school together and elliot all of a sudden, something went wrong with Elliot's eyes, and he started definitely to have injections in his eyes and things oh like that. God. So we were getting lifts to school by his, his old man, right? Yeah. And, um, and he goes, "I've got a song for you that you might like," and he sung this song to me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this man is like, "Why is this man not famous?" And I'm not saying that because it's Elliot's dad, no, and it's Kenny, but like, he gives us songs to play live and things like that. You know, some of his yeah. songs are on our album and things like that. He's just a mad songwriter. And um, we, we all end up writing this song hmm. together. And Jordan was there as well, actually. And we all started writing this song together, which is the opening track of our album, Rock Bottom. That's how long it is, that, how long that song's been about for. Wow. But when we have been record, when we started recording an EP, when we started recording the album, he's constantly there trying to better me as a vocalist and better, better me as a front man. He, if yeah. he's not there, when we played at Trafalgar Square, he phoned me up, you know, take your time, go and and I always remember it. And when we've been going to gigs in his car, I used to spend a lot of time travelling to gigs with Elliot and his dad. And I'm learning all these new people. I oh, listen to this band, listen to that. This is a bit of you. I don't think they're little. They're they're quite your style. But have a listen to them anyway. And next thing you know, I've got this catalogue of music that I never thought I'd have before. And now I'm learning from all these greats like Robert Plant, Paul Rogers, you know, mm. Stevie Marriott, and all that kind. All these kind of people. And I'm like, my whole world. Dan was turned upside down when Elliot and his dad introduced me to these kind of people. And then one time, Elliot took me right back to where like, the blues first started on the acoustic and things like that. And I was like, yeah, it of me. Well, you
0: know what that, I mean, that kind of links into this whole theme anyway, because, you know, what you just said there, your life effectively it changed in that sense and you know again it does sound cheesy this whole topic is gonna to sound cheesy <laughs> of course but, it is. But, but we don't care no we don't care of course we don't. <laughs> but though in a sense yeah it changed your life but it put something else into your life it gave you you know what i mean it's just it's amazing yeah. this sort of thing and you know you say you'd learn all these new things and i love that i think that's one of my favorite things if someone sends me something like a song or something i say look check this out have a listen and the thing is, I do this with my brother all the time, and one of these days I will get him on the podcast. Um, Jamie, if you're out there, your time is is coming. Um, but like he... There you go. Uh, you know what, I need you to write my jingles for the things later on. I really do. You need to just record some music for it, because...
1: How much are you going to pay me?
0: Well, we'll talk about that
1: off there, shall we? I'll <laughs>
0: no, uh, me and my brother, we have, you know, obviously quite close anyway but you know he would recommend music to me and i'd recommend stuff to him but you know every now and again i'll get a random message from him saying oh have you have you heard this guy it's sick i don't get any more information i'm yeah. like have you seen this or you know what i mean and you don't need it you don't need an expression i think if you just you know go for it and have a listen i yeah. mean he introduced me to all sorts i think to be fair i mean i listened i mean you know passenger um passenger is yeah, one, of like- my, one of my favorites from a a writing perspective as well he's also he just he seems like a such a genuine guy anyway listening to his music but jamie sort of introduced me to a few songs of that and you know ever since then i've not stopped listening to him and another one is matt corby he's just got
1: a, I a, him. no him check now. him
0: out definitely he's got a a you know i think it's matt yeah he's matt corby he's got an amazing voice anyway but like, there's all sorts of stuff that he sends me and it's that sort of thing and i love that i love that when people send me music say look Oh look, have a listen to this, I thought you might like it
1: or it's, but that's the power of music. If someone's listening to a song and it, and they go, Oh, you know, I might like this. Dan. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? It's the power. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more, mate. It, yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful thing it really. Baby, is isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you think about
0: how much it's done as well. I mean, even even now, like, you watch a movie, so you know every movie is, you know, is great in its own right and that's fine. But I think sometimes the music really adds to it. And you've got people like John Williams say you writing all these, and composing all these amazing songs for all these films, and everything. It's just crazy because he can make mm-hmm. people. You know, you can hear a theme tune or a sound, and you're like, you'll be connected yeah. to what you felt in that moment when you first sort of experienced it. And somehow I managed to link this back to Star Wars. But ultimately, it's you know, it's it's that punch of that first <laughs> intro. It gets people yeah. thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. and the classic. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's that sort of thing. You don't. You don't yeah. need. Any information really, you just hear a sound or you hear a snippet from a song, you're like, Oh, I remember where I was when I first heard this.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. It, it, Music saved people's lives, Mm. you know. When you hear about all these like successful musicians and stuff like that, and then when you dive into their autobiographies or there's a documentary about, and you you find out what they used to get up to, and then they they switched on their like their brother or their sister's like record player, and it completely changed their life.
0: It's 100%. And you know, for me, music has got me through some really sort of tough times. That you know, I mentioned. Yeah. I mentioned obviously, it was my grand. I lost my granddad and my nan, and I lost so many people yeah. in that one year. But yeah. you know, hearing songs that they listened to, or you know, songs that made me think yeah. of them, or songs that just came to me at the right time. It just it gets you through some times. Easiest mm. to the pain. A hundred percent, and I think it's. It is such a nice thing, and I mean, don't get me wrong, you can get yourself sort of trapped into a loop of just purely, I want to say almost depressing sort of music, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It is that, you know, that element of it. I mean, I love a bit of um, Amy Winehouse as well. I mean, I had Ellie Bootman on a few weeks back, and we share a love for sort of Amy Winehouse, but she's got such a voice, but she tells a story with that voice, and it just, you know, obviously not all of her music is really that, positive in what it talks about but it just gives you no. it's just such no, it's a uh,
1: yeah it's like simply red
0: i i love simply red i will be honest mate i do love
1: it <laughs> mick up upnell is the man uh it, it's just effortless for him isn't it and like my mum, my mum, my mum's best friend passed away a few years ago right and Sim- mm. um simply red uh, stars as one of the songs and straight away you hear that song yeah when, if we're out, we're in a pub or wherever with my mum or we're out to a party, that song comes on, you know, we think of that. We, we think of Bev straight away. That's how, you know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's. No, it's, definitely. You know, I love it. The
0: best. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I could talk about it all day. You I could. Mean, before I go, actually, um, if you had. Right, so you've you mentioned quite a few influences in your sort of career in terms of music and stuff. Go on, then. Who for you do you look up to most as either a songwriter or a performer? Or who is it that inspires you to carry on making music? What gives you that? I mean, I know obviously this is a big question, but yeah, just a little insight. How
1: many people inspire me? Or have I got how many people can
0: I pick? (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want you to specify just one if it's like, you know what I mean? But
1: (laughs) if there's anyone,
0: yeah, I don't want you to make enemies either. You know what I mean? No, I'll be
1: honest with you, right? Um, when I was introduced to the Eagles, Glen Fry and Don Henley, their songwriting something else. I think when I started listening to them, my songwriting changes as a, as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah no. And Definitely. as we're getting older, as songwriters, as we get older, we just we start to live our lives as a man, as a woman, and we start we start writing our personal experiences in terms of relationships, in terms of friendship, death. Yeah you know, love songs, and every song, every kind of song that they've written in terms of, you know, like, oh, she's cheated on me, oh, I love her so much, or I just want to get out and party, they nail it every single time.
0: Mm, yeah. And
1: uh, but And then, like, you, you go back to, like, people like Muddy Waters and Howling Wolf, like, the original blues men, and it's just, like, what they're saying is unbelievable. Like, you're, like, what a man. Like you're saying that, uh, I've got no money for milk, but I'm still going to go down, I'm still going to go down to the jazz bar and you know, things like that.
0: Yeah,
1: so yeah, it'd have to be Don Henley and Glenn Fry. Or can I squeeze one more? Let's try and squeeze one more. Who am I listening to at the moment? It would have, and to be honest with you, it'd have to be George Harrison. All right, big
0: names you're putting out there.
1: Yeah, George Harrison. (laughs) obviously one of the members of the Beatles, but his solo album, All Things Must Pass, I suggest you listen to that as well. To you. If you like the mellow kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'll
0: give everything a go. I think that... Yeah, honestly, so... mate,
1: you come out a different man, might you listen to that album? <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm hoping on it. If I don't, I'll be texting.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm still the same person I was. <laughs> oh, man.
0: So before we move on into the next sort of uh, topic anyway, because, you know, like I say, we could talk about this for a days upon days let's just Um, do it (laughs) yeah well you know what i might might do that as a special episode we'll see (laughs) (laughs) no i just want to say throughout the transitions there will be tom's songs or a couple of them at least but i do recommend you go check them out but the first one i am going to play and i know i'm going to play is actually the deceiver now you did recommend that to me the deceiver yeah good one live i really loved it really yeah i I mean i think i've heard it live as well but i think it's about two minutes 15 in And then that next sort of 45 sort of second section, I don't know what it was. It just really resonates. It's a very, very, very good moment. Um, Great song. the top ten this week and uh, I've got a bit of a difficult one for you because I think you're going to have a lot of answers for it.
1: <laughs> Which one say? <right>? Uh, well, <laughs> <I>
0: t- <laughs> no, but I mean, I've got quite a few as well, so I can Good imagine size. you've probably got quite a few. So our top 10 this week is a nice and easy one. Go cool. on. Your top 10 pet peeves or gear grinders or, you know, things that
1: Things that wind me right up,
0: yeah? Wind you right up? That even This is is, is your moment. Is that
1: even like... (laughs) That was terrible for me. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) Hey, don't apologise. I've made some really (laughs) cheesy comments throughout.
1: What, so things that get on my nerves, yeah?
0: Yeah, 10 things that annoy you the most or get on your nerves the most. It could be small, it could be big, anything you think. First
1: one, loud eaters. There's nothing worse than when you're sitting there and there's a loud chomper. It gives me the um, right? Like, yep. you know, like when you want to be like, shut your mouth, mate, you're doing my head in, sort of thing. Yeah, I've been there, it, it's so infuriating because you don't want to be rude, but at the same time, it, you know, um, even loud drinkers, you know, when you get those people who slurp their drink, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, if
0: the ones with the straw at the if end, it's,
1: if it's too hot, leave it, just leave it for a minute or two. <laughs> don't you're gonna burn your mouth no matter what, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, but I'm also the one that stupidly tries drinking a tea when yeah, it's boiling it. hot. Like I, I will nah. just, and I don't know why I do it because it just burns my mouth.
1: Yeah, but people know they're gonna, it's gonna burn. Yeah, but people still risk it. Like, what, what is that all about?
0: People are like me. We're stupid. <laughs> we just do things. Yeah, but
1: my dad, my dad's got like some sort of asbestos mouth. I'll give him a cup and he'll drink half of it in within like thirty seconds. Jeez. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, man. So can that be two? Lab, yeah, that be two. Lad yeah, yeah. loud drinkers. Pet hate is if I see people with their hands down their trousers, like walking down the road or sitting on the train or the bus. You know, if yeah. you want to be a juggler, join the circus. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? That's free. I don't like drop downs. I don't like drop down? You know, like when people wear their trousers around their knees. Right, I get it, yeah.
0: I don't know why I thought drop down menus, you know, like on a, like a computer or something. I don't know why I thought
1: that. It gives me the urge to want to push up because you're going to go over, ain't you? Like if I give you a little little nudge, you're going to fall over. Just a cheeky nudge. Because you're going to worry about your trousers falling down. Also, you're going to hit the deck in No time. So, which ones it going to be?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Very good.
1: All right. So that's that's four. four. I hate, and I'll put my hands up here. I'm, I'm not. I'm not an angel. I've made mistakes before, like everybody has, but pointing the finger before we've done our research in terms of accusing somebody of something. Yeah.
0: It's a bold thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah. And I'm, listen, as I've got older, I've calmed down a lot. I used to fly off the handle a lot, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's five. (laughs) Let's move on from that. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. (laughs) That's
1: a different, that's a different podcast there, mate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not confessional just yet, but we'll get there. Yeah.
1: Um, I hate people that tell me they, they're going to be... I say, hate them. I hate when someone says to you, I'll be with you at half six, and they're not here till 25 seven.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I'm so guilty you know, of
1: that. I love my, I got. I've got a good mate. Oh my, in fact, he's my best mate. He's like my brother. I've known him since half three, right? His name... I don't know if you've met him. Jordan, right? <laughs> we go to the gym or we go to the pub. I'll pick you up at this time. He's nearly two hours later, kid. And I say to him every time, you were going to be late for your own funeral." <laughs> And he's like, well, oh, I'm here now, aren't I? Uh, oh, I
0: lucky mean, I love don't it. get me wrong. I try and be on time when I can. But yeah, there are plenty of times when I said, I'll be five minutes when I know full well I've not got out of my bed. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's really bad. I just ha- So I've just thrown myself under the bus. So if anyone knows, you know, <laughs> I'm terrible at texting back as it is. But if anyone if anyone now asks me, oh, how long are you going to be? And I say about five minutes. Just know it'll probably be about 15. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that's not too bad. If you tell me half six and don't turn up to a quarter to eight, I'm going to have the ump.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, that is quite... Yeah? It's pushing it out a bit. All right, yeah, all right, fair oh, enough. Is that six? I, you know what, I don't even know. That's six. I'll be honest. That is six, because I've had it Yeah, on I think that is six, yeah. It's uh, six.
1: Seven, manners cost nothing, I think. Please and thank yous need to be drilled in early doors as a youngster. I hate it. Mm. I hate it. You hold the door what open What kind of manners somebody. are we talking? If, if you hold the door open for somebody... And I walk past and not even a thank you, even a nod just to acknowledge that what you're doing yeah. is, is a, is a, is a nice gesture and, and thank yous, you know, pleases and thank oh, yous. Of course. They're, you know, I can't, you know, it's, it's just bad manners really in it. realistically. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: yeah. It's something
1: I think. Uh, I, co- gets I come from a, obviously like, like yourself, you can't come, well, come from a family where manners, you don't get nowhere without them and they cost nothing. Hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: I think it's important to, yeah. to have that throughout. Like Mark, so I, I understand that, definitely. Um,
1: and I'll tell you what, another one, right? And I'm getting all deep here, respect, when people demand respect, and I've always been brought up with, it's, it's earned, not given. Right, yeah. And I know some people don't like the idea of that and things like that, but that's that's how I've been brought up by my mum and dad, and even by my nan and grandad and the aunties and uncles and things like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's earned, not given. That's eight. I'm nearly, yep. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly. I'm on a roll. You're getting there. Uh, if people take things without asking, that's another one. Are we
0: talking food? Or are we just talking general? Because I get angry about food. But
1: oh, you take my food, <laughs> mate. You're losing hands. You're losing uh, yeah, hands. I was gonna say. To start taking food off my plate, mate. There's a reason why I look like <laughs> how I am now. <laughs> lockdown bodies. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a lockdown body
1: since I was about. 8 yeah, AM, I was mate. gonna say I have no excuse to be <laughs> fair, but there we go. <laughs> a good excuse as any oh
0: dear
1: yeah um yeah if you you come in you know i'm just going to use this for example we're all pretty decent in this house Well, i never used to be when my brothers but like if people oh i'm just going to use that and you're like hold on slow down (laughs) ask
0: yeah but it's just uh, that idea of oh no we're good good. i could take this it's fine
1: yeah yeah it's always nice to ask i get it you know. It if you take it and you break it, sort of thing. What do you say then? Exactly, you, go, well, you didn't yeah. even ask in the first place. And I think we're, <laughs> so I think I'm we've all such been such an old yeah. man here. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is what I mean. I, I'm I'm preaching. I used to be really bad at it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I do hate, right? And I and I it's going to sound like a bit of a rant here. If you put this in, I'll love you to death, right? All right. I live on a I live on a main road on a corner of my house. I live on a corner of my house. My house is on a corner. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Cut
0: that <bit> out <laughs> no it's it's fun I've gotta keep it <laughs>
1: <laughs> and is it and I'm just gonna say this now right if you're listening whoever you are your car makes so much noise it starts making these banging noise it goes bang 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 and I feel like I'm having a drive by shooting on the way you talking
0: road. boy racers
1: yeah I'm talking boy races I hate them <laughs> yeah you know I'm gonna be honest with you just being honest
0: yeah no i mean if you want
1: to put this in you put this in i'll be honest no i don't pressure. think my
0: listing fan base currently consists of a, a bunch of boy racers i'll be i am trying to reach out to further audiences but I, you know <laughs> i think i think you're all right at the moment Quar-
1: quarantine biscuits but no boy racers. yeah
0: exactly quarantine biscuits has taken a turn <laughs> we've had enough <laughs>
1: that's 10 i
0: think isn't it is that 10 yeah that is 10 you've you've Pretty much yeah, now down the head there. We got that, mate. We got that. <laughs> yeah. Baby,
1: baby, baby, I'll never leave you. I never let you down.
0: Emotionally Okay, so I'm going to bring it on to a section now. that, And I say this every week, and I know I just joked about making a jingle with you, right? But I might need it at some point. Um, yeah, I can't yeah. even remember what I did last week. I change it every week. That's that's why I need a jingle. Um, it goes a little bit like this. I, I think. Do, do, do. What's on your radar? Yeah. You know what? At least you didn't burst out laughing. I think that's an improvement. Tell that's it, but, quite it. funky. Oh, this is it. Do it again. Oh, look. Oh, again. Do it again. Right. I think it's... Do, 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 do. What's on your radar? <laughs> I mean it. It's... <laughs> See, there's the last one. One more time.
1: Just one more. One yep. more, please. Because I might have something you.
0: All right. What's did do, 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 do What's on your radar? And then you need an outro there. Just a cymbal crash or, I don't know, something.
1: <laughs>
0: What's on your radar? <laughs> like that. Do, hey, look, if you want to come up with something, go for it. Because <laughs> at so the moment... You
1: do do your
0: it. first bit. Do your first bit. Yeah, go on. <laughs> What's
1: on your radar? <laughs>
0: oh, wow, that sounds good already.
1: That like that. And if you copyright that, I will need, need to be on that.
0: Perfect. All right, then. Uh... then I'll take you a call. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, in this section, we give you a chance to talk about, you know, something you have listened to or watched or read or, or heard about or you know anything like that. Anything that's on your radar currently that you think needs to be on somebody else's. So recommendations mainly.
1: Um, it's just to listen to many genres as you can mm. in terms of go back to the traditional stuff. If there was no R and B, if there if there weren't no soul, there wouldn't be no R and B. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. If there was no if there was no blues, there wouldn't be no soul. You know what I mean? Everything serves a purpose. Yeah, there's a band that I'm listening to at the moment that I think people should listen to. The country rock band. They're not they're not heavy country. They're not heavy rock. They're called Blackberry Smoke, and they're wicked. That's a cool name for a band. Yeah. That's a. In terms of songwriting, again, like we were talking about earlier, songwriting really good, and then the musicality of the songs is just amazing. Uh, it looks, sounds effortless and, he, and he's produced really, really crisp as well. So, whoever produced that album, find the light, it's cool. that's off the
0: Oh, nice, perfect. Um, for me, because uh, I've decided to give myself the the option to do it as well, uh, being a bit selfish. Go on, well, go on. I, I've, to be fair, I've been so busy with this recently, but I haven't actually sat down to watch any movies for a long time, like some films that you know I wanted to watch for a lot, some time. Um, and there was one that mm-hmm. I watched the other day. I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Tolkien. No. no well, basically, you. the guy that wrote the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, all that stuff. I, you know, I, I'm aware oh, I, Lord I Lord might King. lose some people in this section, but hear me out for a second. Um, it does. It's got nothing necessarily about, all, you know, the Hobbit in that sense. It's about the guy, about Tolkien, who you know, who wrote it, and it follows his life. It's like a little, it's like a biopic. Um, but. He uh, he's just an amazing guy, and he invented this whole other language, you know, that they use in Lord of the Rings. But like, it's a genuine language, so it it it's just like English or you know French or German. It's a language, and it's a real thing, and he created it. And it's just, I think it blew my mind. I was watching. I was like, "Geez, like that's that's Same, you got to you know. be really really intelligent to do that, haven't you?" Because I would not know where to start. I could barely speak English as it is. Um, <laughs> um but yeah no oh, definitely okay. have, a listen, oh, have a listen have a watch of that and yeah get back to me um be. it's a great film though have you watched gangs of london right i need to watch gangs of london because i've been meaning to oh mate cause i love peaky blinders and it's the guy from uh, peaky Blinders, isn't it it's the brother yeah um, yeah have you watched the white lines no as well? that's another one that i've been told to watch like we're getting it all now aren't we um yeah well i've just had a little yeah, bang one i mean you got any more tv that you've been watching Funny enough, actually, before you carry on, this links into a voice note that I received from Ellis, actually, and I'll play that now.
1: Hey Dan, I'd be really interested to hear what TV shows people have started getting into during lockdown, um, and maybe get some recommendations. Thanks.
0: There you go. And as you would have heard from there when you listen to it, um, she talks about obviously... What TV is everyone watching? So, is there any TV programs that you've been watching during lockdown that you, you know you want
1: to talk about? I, t- I, I watched Bad Boys Three. I will tell you what, right? I forgot what this film's called. This is what I'm going to talk to you about, and this was so mad because obviously we're in lockdown and there's obviously so much going on, so much going on as well at the moment. Me and my brother, we're not. What was that me and him? we out both uh, out of work for a little bit, and we started watching these films. Right? We watched this film. I thought it was called Left. Yeah. Um. It was basically about a man and his son, the world had completely ended, there was no animals, there was no sun, I don't know how it even, (laughs) they all stayed alive sort of thing. It was just a really dull movie, right? And me and Brad were watching it, and I was just like to myself, like, regardless of the sun thing like that, would this actually happen? It was just this fellow like trying to find food, and then there was a load of cannibals. Yeah. And they go down into this cellar because he thinks he's found food. But actually, there's a load of people all locked down in his basement. They're all going to get, like, obviously going to be killed to be eaten. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, it frightened the life yeah. out of me. And I, everyone's got to watch it because I'd like to know what people's opinions are. My brother's is very different to mine. Like, my brother absolutely hated it. He was like, don't what was why it called it, again? But I found it. I don't know. I've got to find it. You I find it. And what I'll do
0: about. is I'll stick it in the description anyway if you... so people
1: can... Uh... Mate, it was mental. I was just like, "What the hell?" What <laughs> well,
0: I think that's some strong recommendations there. So yeah, you know, it. M- moving on. Uh, you know, we're getting close to the end now, but uh, at this part of the uh, podcast, I like to give my guests a chance to plug themselves or plug something they're working with. Um, again, <laughs> you need to change that, mate. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just realised what I said. Um, <laughs> yes. Let me let me try again. I'll do it with the. I'm going to do another really cool jingle for you. Ready? Do 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 do. What's your plug? There you go. It's another one. Another classic. Um. So in this section, yeah, you you get a chance to talk about something you're involved with or you're working on. Or, I mean, I think <clears throat> I think in your case it's going to be obviously music based.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, is there anything you'd like to shout out?
1: Um. If if whoever's listening to this. Thanks for listening for a start. Um, Dan's doing a wicked job. I've got this, you. You know, but I'd like to say that now. <laughs> I um, big, I'd, I love the idea when you suggested it and announced it. Um, I've got an album out. Been out roughly two years now. Trying to get back into the studio this year, but obviously of all this uh, stuff that's going on in the world at the moment, it's totally yeah. all been put on hold. But um, If you type in on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, even iTunes, Southbound, rocking horse, but rocking without the G. The album (laughs) should come up. You know, I'll be, you know, very grateful and I appreciate it a a lot if everyone had a little listen. Like to our Facebook page. You just type in Southbound Band should be the first one that comes up. If not, need to get onto Facebook. (laughs) Um, Instagram on Instagram as well. Southbound underscore band underscore official as well. Very nice. So there's that. I
0: don't know what the Twitter one is. It That's a like, well, I, I'll find I it. I'm in the
1: Twitter nowadays. I've been on that
0: for about six years. It's, uh, it's a weird world, Twitter. <laughs>
1: oh, <I'm right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, so I'll stick all those socials in the um, description below. And diamond. you will have heard uh, some of your songs from that album actually in this podcast. So for those of you that like those little samples, obviously there are more. Check the description below and. Uh, definitely have a listen. Well worth it. And if you can, at some point when we go back to all this and you start gigging again, it'd be nice if, um yeah, go listen to Tom live. Go listen to Southbound live because they are an experience within themselves. I think they're they're brilliant. So right. definitely,
1: you're alleged then. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being part of this <laughs> um, crazy I've little project. Budget, didn't I? I was like, when you're gonna, when you're gonna let me have a go? When you're gonna let <laughs> me have a go? And it took us nearly an hour to set up Zoom. Hey, look,
0: stuff. It, it takes time, but you're <laughs> no, here I'll now, it a lot, you'll
1: mate. be coming out,
0: you'll be good. But no, no it's, alleged, it's been a real good good catch-up as well, and it's nice to talk yeah. to you about that stuff more, uh, ask you some questions. I have actually had on my mind for some time, I've never had a chance to really sort of talk about them, to be honest, but uh, yeah, no, it's been good to get them out. Yeah,
1: no, I appreciate it, mate. You're a thank you
0: a lot. Perfect. Uh, and I'll probably put a bit of your music now in the outro, and I'll play the outro... Uh... Now (laughs) when you leave
1: behind all you have ever known take some time. say, in a better frame of mind forget all your dreams and your good friends too you'll soon realize you got better things to do cause when you leave behind you have ever known it's gonna take some time to find.